Who thought counting could be cool? Here we go. Join Andrew Wall and Brad Stallman. Our mission, make accounting fun. Follow us as we chat with amazing guests every Friday. Are you ready? Here we go. Woohoo! Ash, do you recognize that song? yes it's you (laughs) it's you i grabbed it off uh off facebook i was it's your it's your cover of bad rabbit so i i had to uh i had to sort of bring that down for our intro uh because it's not all that often that we have a rock star accountant uh join us on friday night live uh so for those of you who don't know uh the amazing ash beatson he is an accountant and book, sorry, he's a bookkeeper. He owns a bookkeeping firm. He's an app developer. Um, and he's uh, a bassist for a rock band. So a pretty, pretty busy man. So it's thank you for, for joining us. And, and he's from England. We don't yeah, get many people from England because it's currently 3 a.m. In, yes. in the UK. Well, and, and the last time we had someone from the UK was, uh, was Will Farnell, who, who the poor guy lost internet <laughs> connectivity in the middle of the night. And instead of just being like, ah, thanks anyways, I'll see you guys later. He got in his car, drove 35 minutes to his office and, and joined us for, for a Friday Night Live. And that PS was also when we were doing it an hour and a half later. <laughs> so Ash, imagine it being an hour and a half later than it is right now and yeah, getting in your really car late. to go to the office to be on our podcast. I did wonder when I saw the note earlier that it was sort of four o'clock in the morning. I thought, crikey, you know, did you, did you extend the show? But I mean, if it's normally that sort of time, um, yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I do take my hat off to Will on that one. Yes, he is a, he is a champ. Uh, now, he's a member of the TWN, as are you, correct? Um, well, Will's not actually a member of the TWN in the UK. He's a zero he's, guy, Andrew. He's, he's a, a zero he's dude. A, he's a, I saw him speak at QuickBooks Connect in London. Um, yeah, but yeah, he, he does can still he, speak. Yeah, he's one of the speakers, but he's not one of our sort of QuickBooks trainers. Oh, okay. Well, he's as zero as they come, but you know, he's he's a cloud accounting expert, and he's got so many great ideas that. Uh, I think Intuit just loved having him at the conference. I mean, he's a great speaker. We saw him speak in um, in London. He's spoken in San Jose. So, yeah. So, question for you, Ash. In in the UK, what's it like is with the whole zero versus QBO? Is it is it still sort of like everyone's in their own sort of stream, or is there more and more crossover happening? Um, at the moment, it's very. They're still very much you're either. Uh, a zero lover or a you know or you're in the cookbooks camp now uh, in fact there's a good analogy i was uh, chatting to an accountant um sort of a month or so before christmas and with a lot of the uk uh quickbooks accountants you know they might be using quickbooks online they may have a couple of they and but they're not sort of they don't sort of say up you know no to zero they're sort of quite mm. open okay i've got a couple of zero clients we'll help them out and we'll take them on but you get, it tends to be more if you are in the zero, if you're in the zero lane, it's like, you don't, you don't, you just quite often it's like, that, that no, there's no way I'm going to go over to, uh, to Goodbrooks. And uh, he actually met, uh, yeah, it was a good analogy was it's the, uh, the iPhone and the Android. You have those iPhone lovers and that's all they all have ever used. Uh, 
and you'll have the Androids uh, and so on. I like my Android phone, so that's what, what I use. Uh, but the, uh, that's how it is over here. So it, we'll be you know, still very, fairly separated. And I see that a lot through uh, a lot of the sort of bookkeeping forums as well. Yeah, I mean, when we when we were in sorry, and when we were in England, um, I believe it was about a fifty fifty split, or the numbers they were um, they were telling us back then, wasn't it, Andrew? Video had just surpassed zero, like literally that month or or, or a few months before. Um, so it was the first time, and so it was a big, huge celebration. I mean, dude, what a what a uh, a memory that was going having the opportunity to fly down and and be in London. And it's so funny that I think it's such a and I don't think this is the coincidence that our first guest of the year is from the UK. Uh, not to mention that 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 your all your Christmas gifts from myself, uh, the Happy Hour Girls, and Receipt Bank all landed on your door on the exact at the same, same time. And yeah, I was actually going to start this out by saying what while we're on the topic is, I got a new shirt. Yeah, and it fits. And a, and a box of all kinds of stuff from uh, from my good buddy Andrew Wall and. Thanks, pal. It was uh, that really made my day. I've had it's just been kind of a funny year, and when all that came, so just what Andrew's talking about is the other day. It was like the postman just kept coming, and I in my mailbox uh, I had a card in there from from Heather and Liz, and a box from um, Andrew full of a really nice card, some cool T-shirts, and some gadgets. I have to figure out. We still have to talk about that. So thanks, buddy. Um, and I want to thank you for giving me the opportunity to be to do this with you every Friday. You know, I was a big fan when you and Hector and Michael were doing it. I was always in there um, cheering you on, and it's been a blast uh, to be a part of it. So thank you very much. Um, appreciate it. Oh, dude, happy no... New Year, you guys! Yeah, yeah Happy New Year! Happy... I, I forgot. Yeah, how the hell? How the hell did we make it through 2020? <laughs> We're into, and and so far 2021 as as we've seen through world events are pretty freaking bizarre um there's almost a revolution in america um this week um did you follow that at all ash is that that must be big news even in the uk um or johnson I, sure was <laughs> i i know i think i may have missed i'll tell you what um uh, I, I've stopped watching the news for a while because oh, it's not it oh, is starting to sort of depress me a little bit um uh, I thought, well, uh, with so much COVID, I, I tend to just not just blank myself. Well, this away this from wasn't it. COVID. This was um, literally insurrection. You had. Is, is this all of the Donald Trump stuff still? Yeah, the Donald yeah, Trump. He, he, oh, right, he, yeah, he encouraged his supporters to march upon Capitol Hill, but it was more than just a march. They went in and started, they were in there and busted the place up, and there was. They were oh, looking to kidnap dead, right? people, and uh, yeah, five people. people died, and it was pretty serious shit. But you know, that shit's supposed to happen in 2020, so I'm hoping that the year gets a bit more normal. It's um, just 2020's hangover from New Year's. That's yes, it, it's, it, it's we'll we'll book that one to to 2020 as part of that chapter. But can we um, do it cruel on events? Yes, exactly. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, obviously, that was crazy shit. But you know, um, the the president Trump has has less than two weeks in in office, and then you know they can deal with that. But um, Ash, we were talking offline. You mentioned that we that the UK is under um, full lockdown until the middle of February. 
Yeah, that's right, Brad. So um, there's not much we can do. Uh, you know, can't really go anywhere apart from go to essential shops uh, to buy stuff. Um, you know, all of our kids are you know back homeschooling uh, now, so that's creating havoc. My daughter is about to, you know, she'll be doing her exams this year, or should have been doing her exams this year. So that's going to be a bit tricky as to how they, you know, uh, sort of try to grade her. Uh, later on, uh, so you know it's. Um, I'd still you know, say that's it, better having to deal with those university or those those exam issues than having this be her first year at uni, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know yeah. that uh, would be. I mean, imagine. I, I know so many people who have actually had their kids just defer a year because what's first year university like when you're in the middle? Of well, it? yeah, being virtual. You know, you're. It's like missing a year of university almost because you know. I, college for me was all about being around people <laughs> partying yeah i mean well i have a bit of a history i i didn't make it to, well i didn't make it to my first year but they sort of sent me a letter right after saying uh please don't come back till you get your, your shit together <laughs> so i was asked to leave um and I did come back and, and, and actually made a living out of it. <laughs> um, it was because I just hit university and I wanted to do the full experience. I was in my city. So it wasn't like I was out of, you know, going to university somewhere else. It was in Calgary, but I had a bad attitude and it just really involved lots of drinking. And, you know, you can't study in a bar, no matter what you think. I used to think you could. I never knew. Go I knew you couldn't study in a bar. I was never. I tried. <laughs> yeah, we we had a pub called the Denny's Den Pub, and we used to, there were a whole bunch of us in there. Probably 20, 20 of us would hang out and study. <laughs> uh, the only thing I study in the pub is the menu. Mm, what am I gonna? Yeah, have? yeah. Which beer am I gonna have next? But it was. Um, it's still like, I have no regrets. I'm sure my parents did because, you know, it's kind of a wasted year, but I wasn't quite ready, but it really is that social experience. And there's a lot of discussion on that right now is that education. Okay. There's online offerings and those are, you know, they, they serve a purpose. There's no doubt, but people want to be trained in person. They want the education in person. They want to be around other people. Well, so like that's everything. definitely a it's challenge like yes people need oh yes people, right and and this i think that's the hard part about this pandemic is we're so lucky to have been on the quickbooks or qbo or zero uh front lines and been you know cloud centric and not be substantially impacted by covid from a business standpoint but it's still mm -hmm. affecting so many of us from a, a, social. a social and mental standpoint because the, it's that lack of connection and, and ash i can imagine for you guys like you, we were talking earlier about you know your gigs being canceled and you know you're a performer not being able to have those <laughs> events and get out that's got to be hard for you uh, it is really tough because you know i am um, you know i love music as my you know it's my sort of sort of passion it's what sort of keeps me sane almost from my sort of daily grind you know um uh, and it's it's my you know my hobby and all and my other hobby because I don't know if you knew this uh, is I do usually do karate every Saturday morning with my son. So um, are you a, are you going for a black belt like Christian? I, well, I should because <laughs> yeah, I should have actually been going for my black belt um, 
would have been going for my black belt last month. Oh, had wow. I, had, I, had I have not missed all of the, you know, the last sort of nine months of, you know, the usual gradings. So mm -hmm. uh, I've got another couple of belts to go. Um, but, yeah, I, you know, I sort of chipping away at it. But, yeah, the, the, the fun things that we love, well, I'm not the only person, but everyone's the same. But the, the fun things that we love doing by going out, either socialising, gigging, doing the sports, you know, everything's just sort of knocked on the head. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, luckily, just before Christmas, I bought a, um, I bought some gym equipment. <laughs> so I've got, a, I've got a, a fairly large shed uh, around the side of the house that I. Uh, Lucky you can find it. Uh, fitness gear is so hard to find in North America right now. Yeah, oh, well, you're absolutely right, Brad. It was the same here, um, and, and I was trawling the internet for weeks looking for stuff. Uh, until I've actually, I came across one site and I found this sort of multi-gym stuff and it said, oh, it's coming in sort of a, like the 8th of December. Um, so I ordered it. Um, so what, what did you, what did you buy? What kind of kit did you get? Oh, it, it's got the whole. And you just stocked up recently. So yeah, we're going to geek talk. I just built my whole gym over the, over December, basically. It, it's got lap pull downs. It's got bench press it's got the uh it's got the, the inwards it's okay, got so it's like it's, it's a, a one it's a one machine with multiple sources yeah it'd be a cable you know cables yeah like pulley system, pulley system. Pulley yeah, leg extensions uh yeah. so yeah i can i can do a whole a complete body workout on it so i'm pretty pleased yeah um, i went the free i went the free weight route and uh i just basically bought um dumbbells uh you know the bowflex slack tech dumbbells those things where you dial a knob to change the weight um, i haven't seen them but i have someone has mentioned them yeah yeah so i bought those and then i bought a bench and then i bought a treadmill um so the treadmills literally just came in this week i was so excited i was like oh, my treadmill is arrived finally now i'm yeah. only walking on the treadmill mind you um but uh that and the, and the free weights um you know it's it's not a machine so but you can still do it like with it's amazing with just dumbbells and a bench you can still work your whole body without having to, um, you know, get one of those systems. So I think those systems are great. And I just don't have that space for that. Right? Like the big thing in living in downtown Toronto is like everything I get has to have the ability to fold up or collapse or something. Even the treadmill, it's a treadmill that not only does it fold up, but the treadmill itself folds in half. Uh, cool. I, so I, I wouldn't even got, have room for that. Yeah, I, I got a little, um, which folds up quite, uh, well, I don't need to fold it up, but it can do a, uh, a mountain climber sort of stepper. So you're, you, you're, you're holding on to it, you're stepping and you're mountain climbing at the same time. And that, that's uh, been a great, uh, sort of actually more of a full body workout than I actually thought. I, I when I had it the first, uh, the first week that came sort of, uh, late November and, you know, I, I sort of went a bit, you know, I went a bit over the top the first of the sort of day. I the next couple of days I could hardly walk. It's the yeah. whole backside. It's not the next day. day, it's the day after. Yeah. Right? It's that it's that that second day there. You're really just, oh, I can't move. What was I doing? But uh, I, I do love that because in my early twenties I was really I was really heavy into the weights. So when I was uh, in my sort of sort of well, actually no, yeah, mid sort of mid twenties. Um, I used to hang out with a, you know, a load of these big guys um, yeah. and you know, that's what I would do pretty much every day. Or a gym rat. I, 
I was the same way in my twenties. It's it's and and then after that, I got a wife and. <laughs> no, what you were just about to say, Ash? You said you were heavy into something, and I was hanging on the word heavy because I was willing to say yes. I know all about being heavy. Yeah. No, just yeah, heavy, I mean, heavy into pushing weights. Um, <laughs> some, you know, um, you know, pretty quite. That'll like, come. Fairly heavy weights here. Yeah, you haven't gone to the you haven't gone to the weights yet, Brad, eh? Have you? Or are the have you have you moved into that? Or is it no, still strength training? I'm not quite there yet. Um, I'm still trying to finish up the um, a few other things I want to get to. I want to uh, get up to running, so I'm going to start running soon. Um, and then the strength side, um, I I looked into gear, and most of it is so bloody expensive if you can find it. Uh, we were looking for some. Nothing like what you guys are doing, but some basic equipment for my son. Um, my wife looked into it before Christmas, had no luck. And it's even worse now. And I, I, but I sent you that thing about, I mean, it's pricey, but it's pretty freaking cool. Have you heard of yeah. Ash? You probably have, might have heard of it. Um, maybe not. It's something called Tempo.fit. It's an AI home gym. <laughs> and so anytime I can infuse technology into anything, I'm sold. So I literally have so, a dishwasher that's Wi-Fi that I've never used the Wi-Fi, <laughs> but I bought it just because it had Wi-Fi. So Andrew, are you saying that you could use this treadmill and hook it up with uh, your CRM and all that stuff? <laughs> um, not quite. Uh, the way it works. Not yet. <laughs> it, it's 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 a, basically it's a touchscreen TV with a camera built into it that actually watches you and it comes with a bunch of free weights. Um, and then they've got classes sort of like a Peloton style type of class, but you follow along and the camera's watching you and corrects your form apparently. Now I haven't bought it, but I was like, sounds pretty interesting idea if it actually works. I, I'll tell you something that we, uh, we did, well actually we've still got the DVDs. Um, uh, you, you must have had this, um, uh, Brad and Andrew, and that's the, or you've heard of it, the Insanity Workout. Shoot. Was Andrew gone? <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, Brad. Okay. I, I was having some tech issues earlier. That's just kind of par for our course every, every Friday. We're, we're not very, yeah, I think we might have lost Andrew. So, so um, I guess, you know, we're, uh, this is Friday Night Live with accountants. Um, let's talk accounting. Um, so we, Andrew mentioned it's part of your intro, or as part of the intro that you're an app developer. And I'm familiar with your app NetTracker because I, I think it's super cool. And just for people who don't know about it, um, it's an integrated app that works really well with QBO. Um, Ash is a is a trainer in the UK on QBO. So that's his, his um, preferred platform. And it manages fixed assets, capital assets, whatever you want to call it. And it really does it well. And, you know, I, I've told Ash this many times. I wish I had this, his tool back in the day when I was a controller in a, you know, a larger corporation. And when I say larger, larger than a lot of the clients that, a lot of the people I know take on. So up to say a hundred million in revenue, we had multiple locations. We had a lot of capital assets from forklifts to you know, racking in our warehouses to office equipment to computers, all that stuff. 
And of course, you know, I worked in an environment where we did depreciation on a monthly basis. I know so many people out there look at depreciation as something that your tax accountant gives you one number, you book it once a year, but it really is under generally accepted accounting principles, you should be having your depreciation booked every month. And it has nothing to do with tax depreciation, it's financial de depreciation. So there was a time I needed your tool all the times. And just like everyone, everything else, we put together a spreadsheet and then you would have your capital asset addition. So you go out and buy stuff and, and you know, your disposals and you'd have to calculate it all manually. That was never a fun part of the job, especially when you worked in an environment, which I often did where there were a lot of capital ad um, asset additions and disposals on a regular basis. So, on that note, um, how's it going with NetTracker these days? I, I haven't used it in a, in a couple of months now, but you were making a lot of great advances. Tell us, tell us where you are and where you hope to go with it. Yeah, so I mean, uh, since you've sort of last played around with it, um, Brad, we've you know made so many changes. Um, so you know, for for those that, that aren't familiar, and it's uh, you just integrate it with uh, QuickBooks Online and also Zero now, and it, what it will do, it will detect your once you put all the mappings in place, it will you know detect new asset purchases that come through, and you can set. That's that a strong feature. It basically set. does reconciliations along the way because when you add something, NetTracker says, "Hey, what about this? That's do you it. need to?" deal with this. It, it actually is smart enough to identify capital asset additions and ask the question, should we be depreciating this or not? And I thought that was, that, I think that's brilliant. So you're doing periodic reconciliations along the way to compare the tool versus your balance sheet. It's brilliant. Yeah. So it's doing that all for you. Um, we've made lots of different changes over the last year. So you know, the way that you we actually map our chart of account categories to our asset groups, that's all been completely simplified, different ways in which things can be uh, depreciated. So we've got different straight line options. There's double decline in there now. You've got the ability of deferring depreciation. So for people that buy large assets in stages, so they might pay 50% for a, a large piece of machinery on a, for the deposit and pay another 25% and another, and then it's not until the machinery has been fully built and bolted together, they want to start depreciating it. it. So that's yeah. when they can go back in, look at their asset register, click on the button, say, oh, I want to start depreciating that now, you know, from that particular date. So lots of sort of cool things in there. Um, oh, that sounds really cool because that's a real world example, especially in situations where you have a longer term project. Um, I, I live in an oil and gas economy and I have clients that when they, when they buy equipment, it could be a one year time horizon before you get it put in place because you are buying pieces along the way and they have to be assembled within you know, a plant or a facility. And it really is like a work in progress. So that's what you're saying. You can accumulate your costs until it's time to depreciate them. Exactly right, yeah. Cool. Uh, another thing in there that we've got. So again, if you bought a large piece of machinery, uh, a sort of example I gave someone the other day uh, was a, like a tractor and a trailer, uh, and they bought it as one, but actually they now want to dispose of it. But actually, it's two separate things. They want to sort of split it up. So you've got this option of using a kit where you can say, 
actually that's my asset which originally cost me x um, but I want to split that into four sections or two sections um, you can do that and it will you, know, you could put a percentage against the value of that asset it will split it for you and then you can dispose of parts of it alternatively you know as I just mentioned if you bought an asset in you know three chunks or we bought lots of bits deep in then say actually I want to take those three separate transactions and now group them all together as one so there's you know, nice little features in there again just to simplify and tidy things up for us and, and I tell you that has real world uses I know um, for anyone that might go after smaller clients that don't have that need but you know, that mid-market space is an area that I really want to play in. Um, I'm giving that some serious looks. You know, um, we have QuickBooks Online Advanced in North America, not yet in Canada, but they have it in the U.S. Do you, do you have Advanced in the U.K.? Uh, not yet, Brad. It's, we, I, we were supposed to be getting it, I thought, last, uh, you know, about last October. But it's. I heard come, the U.K. is yeah, getting it before it, Canada. That's what they told me. Yeah, it hasn't come through yet, so it's not available to us yet. I keep looking out for it. So a tool like that is really gearing to larger clients when you have a tool like advanced. So to me, if you're going to go after those larger clients, they're going to have a question. Oh, I've got all these capital assets. You know, I did a client last year, they were on QuickBooks desktop, but um, we were, and Ash, you and I talked about this, even though we, we weren't going to integrate with desktop, we were still going to utilize your tool as sort of a capital asset subledger, a, a management tool that we would be able to calculate things and then do, uh, you know, it would, it would involve a manual entry into, into, into QuickBooks desktop, but it wouldn't have been that hard because you'd be able to reconcile it against the balance. So it definitely has a tool out there is a tool. It could be a standalone. The integrated um, features are, are superb because they're going to do your entries for you. They're going to do the reconciliations for you, but it is a really good tool for any business, regardless of the accounting system you're using. Um, just as a way to keep track because there yeah. aren't a lot of tools out there that keep track of fixed assets like that. I mean, we, I originally, do you guys hear me at all? Oh, we can we, hear we, you. We, don't you know, see you. Yeah. I don't know what has gone. My, my uh, zoom is like completely frozen and not responding. I cannot do anything. And I'm afraid to like leave and come back because I'm afraid the live will crash. So I'm still here. I'm just, just in the virtual. Dark. <laughs> yeah, right. just in the dark. So, okay, so it, it's like you've called in. We just can't see you. Yeah, I'm just a caller tonight, I guess, apparently. Who knows? Maybe it'll come back up, but it's completely frozen. I can see you guys. I can see we seem to be, we're still live on Facebook. Um, and it's weird. It's like, it's got this, like, almost like this overlay on it. You got to love technology right don't works, yeah don't hit cancel we'll just keep running with it um so andrew we did yeah. sense that we had lost you so we jumped into we were talking about net tracker i think I, yeah I, that. I have been paying attention i was just afraid where to jump in just to let you guys know i'm still here um but yes please do continue i didn't mean to interrupt oh no no not at all but so um we were talking about net tracker offline before we went live and and Ash, you had mentioned you're thinking of branching out into, into loan, loan management. So amortization type 
work and being able to manage loans. And so that would be fully integrated, kind of like NetTracker. Would it be a separate tool? No, would it so be an offering within NetTracker. Um, we're we're hoping to, um, you know, bring it in as a as a as an extra option. So within, so it's not that you'd be you'd logging into a separate app. It would be a separate feature. You know, within NetTracker right. itself, as well, you could conceivably bundle it, right? Because then you've got the opportunity to to approach businesses that actually go out buy this equipment through financial means, either through a lease or uh, a loan of some sort. Then they can use both tools together. That's right. Yeah. So we, because we've been asked it before, you know, that we've got this equipment that's on our fixed asset register, but we also pay through it through lease purchase, higher purchase. And they want to account for that interest as well. So um, we've been asked the question. So it's it's sort of in our you know future thoughts that have it there as an you know as an extra option. Yeah, and I can definitely see the utility for that. So you know, once again, that mid market space. Um, Andrew, you still there, buddy? Yeah, still here. So a few weeks ago, we um, our last show of of twenty twenty, we had Nio Carter Gray on there after hours we kind of talked about um netsuite i don't know if you're familiar with netsuite mm -hmm. Ash? i haven't i've heard of it but i haven't actually used it do you want to explain well it, it's a it's a cloud accounting package it's 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 an oracle product so or they play in that space but what they've done is oracle has opened up their network they have an accountants program now and they're encouraging people from other platforms to come in and check it out that are interested in going after larger clients. And they have an accountants program. Now I've signed up for it. I've got the initial links and some training videos. I haven't had the opportunity to jump into it, but they are a cloud-based tool. I presume they have apps and potential integrations and things. So your tools might just work with them. The reason I'm looking at NetSuite, I'm, I'm looking at it to complement my QuickBooks um, training and setup and support to go after larger clients. And I think a, a tool like yours, you know, you said it works with Zero, it works with um, obviously QBO. Um, some other options to consider would be something like a NetSuite, also um, Intact. Are you familiar with Sage Intact? I, uh, it's, I'm familiar with Sage, but it's Sage. Well, it's, it's a product they purchase. It's an American company out of Silicon Valley. I think they're based in San Jose. Yeah. Intax kind of started cloud accounting. It was out there before Zero, before QuickBooks Online. It's once again a mid market type tool. Um, Sage purchased them a couple of years back, maybe three, four years ago. Um, but yeah, it's that's the sort of tool I can see the mid market really getting good utility out of yeah so. I'll, take, well, I'll definitely take a look into that I mean, well when i when i get more into the oracle side on this net suite i'll definitely um talk to you as i learn more so cool um, and he's back oh, oh nice I'm back my phone because it completely dropped on my computer now so i lost all audio uh so i'm going from my my phone now uh which is the best i can do but at least i'm here friday if we didn't have yeah. tech issues andrew it's usually yeah. me though. Yeah. <laughs> Although now I can see it's gone to a different sort of view format where it's 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 uh, it's going to be playing just uh, whoever's speaking, um, and you've got my 
You see my, my punching bag here. <laughs> there you go. Now you can work out. Yeah, I, I can get, uh, now I can give you I can give you a tour of the home gym. So that's that's my bench, my free weights, <laughs> and and my TV that I put my uh, I put my fitness app on so I can do my exercises and mirror it. <laughs> oh, Evan. All right. Hopefully my phone doesn't die. Cool. So you, so, are you you good to go there, Andrew? I, I thought I'd let you uh, your excellent interview skills get in there again. And besides, one thing um, any of our guests need to know when you're on is is Andrew does his research before our guest comes on, and he'll learn things about you that you might not even know. So yeah, <laughs> uh, and you surprise you. Your you're yeah. finding any, any pictures that are going to haunt me from my past. Yes, whatever you do, future guests. Sorry, guys. Uh-oh, what happened? I, I, I was able to join from my computer again. <laughs> now you're in twice. Oh, I, I'll just give me two seconds. I will be back. All right. Okay, so uh, I guess yeah, back back to Net Tracker. How what kind of traction are you getting um, in the community in the QuickBooks community? Uh, so it's you know you know people are joining up to all all the time, um, pretty much you know, on a on a daily basis really. Um, I mean, when we designed it, well, when I first came up with it, a you know sort of eighteen months. Well, I've had that had the idea in my head for about four or five years, but not until I. Um, yeah, managed to you know bump into a guitarist that could do the coding for me. Um, and and you just, heard that correctly. His coder is his guitar player. Yeah, so we've got a bass player and a guitar player have developed this app, so it rocks. Huh? Absolutely, Brad. Um, and yeah, you know, it was I built it with accountants in mind, even just for their small you know clients. Um, so when I worked in accounting practice, one of my jobs. Um, know was well was preparing accounts so I, I was working for a firm of accountants not too far away from where i live um every time i set prepared a set of accounts it was look at the balance sheet look at the fixed assets put the fixed assets in the spreadsheet or get last year's spreadsheet and review it and put all the information in run the depreciation through the spreadsheet and do all the manual journal entries and i wanted just to wipe all of those processes out so even if the client only had six assets you know that's still going to take me you know half an hour um on that one small job probably more you know by the time i've got the spreadsheet out and everything else uh, and it was to wipe all of those little jobs uh, out completely um at the moment it's um it has been more the the accountant in industry so like uh, you sort of mentioned earlier brad you know it's been more the those accountants that have been taking up as opposed to the accountants in practice uh, and we've got varied uh, volumes of you know assets on the register so uh, there's a couple of that i know of and I, um, there's probably more uh, where they've actually so there's one business in uh, India or around that area, I can't remember exactly where it is, uh, and they've got about four and a half thousand assets on their register. Um, there was another business within the UK, 
uh, recently they set up in December and they had for about just over 4,000 assets on their register. So this was not really what I designed to do. I designed it for, you know, maybe that someone had half a dozen assets or 50 assets, you know, just to get things, you know, done the, at the end of the year. Um, but it is working well for those. Well, you know, just to, just to interrupt you while we're on that topic, you know, a bookkeeper and account might be sitting out there going, oh, but it, I've got all these assets I need to put in and I've got 4,000 assets to enter. Well, Ash has that figured out because basically all you do is as long as you can get your asset register into a spreadsheet. Uh-oh. Did I just lose my, I just lost some audio. Oh, I think you're still there. Can you guys, can you guys hear me? Yeah. So I'm still you. here. Yeah, so, so I just thought the template just it takes no time to enter your existing assets because you've got a really great input system where you basically just I can't remember is it copy and paste or you just pull the whole template up. That's it. We can you can download our template which is in, in Excel and then you can copy your assets. So what your original asset. Uh, description was and the cost, original cost price of the asset and the acquisition date uh, uh, that all goes into the spreadsheet and what your accumulated depreciation was up to you know maybe your last financial year so the last time that you've calculated it all you've got it all in the spreadsheet and then you can import that into net tracker so it gives you your starting position then so you've got something to start from um, start posting the depreciation from those assets and any other assets that you purchased during the year. So you can handle an input of 4,000 assets, no problem. Yeah, that's, it's, it's been working. There you go. That's, that's a lot of, lot of assets to bring in. So that just shows you there is some scalability out there. So anyone who's sitting out with a spreadsheet trying to figure out depreciation for your clients definitely give it a look. It's, it's, it's more cost effective than any other tool I've seen out there. And Ash, if, if I'm not mistaken, you have kind of an accountants program where um, you can buy just bundles based on your needs. And then if you have five clients that need it, you put five clients on it and you do have an accountants program. If, I, if I'm not that's mistaken. Right. Yeah, that's right. Brad. So um, how it works is um, so the standard um, the standard sort of pricing is if you just want one company, then it works out at it's ten pounds a month. So, so even even those businesses, That's not bad. Even those businesses with four thousand assets uh, are only paying ten pounds because it's, it's an unlimited user, uh, un, unlimited amount of assets. So they're paying. So that's what, twenty bucks. I think I don't know what the exchange rate is. But it's like twenty dollars Canadian. Yeah, I think it's, a, it's around that. Yeah, a month. The, you could probably charge more, but I'm not going to, I'm not yeah. going to tell you because it really is a, <laughs> no, no, it really no, is a, <laughs> that's a great value. It really is because, you know, I, I spent a lot of time talking to my clients about apps and, you know, the, the biggest barrier to entry is always, Oh, but it costs me so much money, $20 a month. And it's like, you know, it's the time savings. Think of how much time you can save with that tool, pay for itself in no time, especially once you get it all dialed in because it's automated. Yeah. You're not going to spend any time doing that work every month. As soon as the uh, the next tier goes in, so you got, if you only want one, so we changed our sort of tiers uh, towards the end of last year. Uh, we, we had 
probably too many options in there really. So now we've just simplified it where if it's one, it's 10 pounds, then you can choose multi-company, which just starts at five companies. So if you have five companies, uh, it's 15 pounds. That's it? So yeah, so you could have five companies and then now, now each company costs you three pounds a month. See, I was telling you about, um, I talked to a company a few years back. I don't remember what they were called. They're from down under and their pricing was just off the charts for what they wanted. I just didn't see the value, even though the time savings are definitely there. It was the cost was just astronomical for what it did. And they created a threshold that just made it really hard to do business with them. I really had never had to do such it manually. Well, it wasn't even just that. It's like they seemed, you know, what, what's that saying, Andrew? Fall in love with the the, the problem, not, not the solution. Yeah. And these guys love their solution. And it's like, no, your solution isn't very good. I kept telling them. And I said, and it's just caught, it's just for the money. And they were convinced that it was good value. And I'm like, well, you know, sorry. But your pricing is very good. I I would argue that it's uh, it's on the low side, but if anything's going to encourage somebody to jump in, especially an accountant who were notoriously cheap or tight, as you guys like yeah. to say about I, us. I, well, I, I know because I am one myself. So I, yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't like, I'm the same as everybody else. I don't like spending money. And, um, you know, and I've trialed loads of apps over the years and you know and sometimes you you can feel like you're spending too much too much money mm -hmm. which is why before we had other options in there you know you know connect 50 companies and you know you know or pay 30 pounds a month and you could have 50 companies but i i can appreciate that if you sign up for something that says that you can connect 50 companies but you've only had the time to actually put you know connect three or four you feel like you're it's paying. Not it's not good value. You, know, you feel like you're paying for fifty, but you've only got three. You're only using three, and you're thinking, "What's the point in that?" And I've that sounds that. like, you know, that reminds me of. I don't know what it was like over in the UK, but into it when they're selling their QBO licenses, and they're trying to convince you to take on, you know, ten and twenty and thirty licenses at once, and you only have maybe two or three clients on the horizon, yeah. but they give you such a good val deal. But after a while, it's kind of like. Well, I'm paying for these things. I'm not actually using them. So I'm not actually getting good value out of it. And I've actually at a point now or into it will call me up. And, you know, they used to have really good enticements. Like they used to have a 10 for 10, they called it. It was 10 QBO licenses, full plus licenses for $10 yeah. for life. So $1 per license for life. And I love, I still got mine. I've lost a few clients along the way. I think I have eight or nine left, but still for a dollar a month. And then they eventually switched to time limited, you know, five or 25, things like that. But as they, they try and get you to take more, it's kind of like, yeah, that sounds like a good deal. But if I can't, if I can't put 20 people on the platform, it's not worth my while. So I tend to be, to shy away from that sort of pricing now. So what you're saying is you just want to keep the, the price really super affordable on a unit by unit basis. If you want to buy more, there's an opportunity to save even more. Yeah, so that's exactly right. Because I, 
I, you know, I hate paying for something that I'm not using. Exactly. So we, we've got it up there, you know, either one company or five companies. Uh, if an accountant comes to us and say, we, you know, you know we want to connect 50. I got four. <laughs> or, you know, or whatever it is, or a hundred, then, you know, we'll, you know, we'll just sort out a pricing for them and just so that it's, yeah, so that's that's wise. So yeah, because I think being flexible like that is so key, like to value prices, so to speak. Because I can tell you, like for Brad, he's like definitely I want it on on an individual by individual prices, price. But for me, I I'm like I mean, for most softwares, unfortunately, I can't really I don't really have a need for fixed assets, um, because of the nature of my clients. But uh, for example, with other tools like Receipt Bank, having a fixed price and I can put on it as many people on it as I want when you hit a certain scale that becomes an advantage and an incentive for you to put more people on it right and one of the things I noticed about the UK is the UK seem to have much larger firms than here in North America like I think in North America that one-to-one pricing is really going to take off but I wonder like in the UK with the bigger size firms is there not some advantage to a you know this gets you as many licenses as you want for those just for the like, once you hit a certain, like it's one-to-one pricing up to a hundred companies. Then once you're a hundred companies, we'll give, we've got a, a pricing that puts you in, which then gives them an incentive to sort of market and push your product as the be all and the end all and use it for everyone. Because that's what it is like for me with Receipt Bank, right? Because I can put as many people on it as I want, then I, I as the business, business owner, push on my guys really hard to make sure we're getting it out and making use of it anywhere and everywhere we can. Yeah, I mean, it's something we may do, uh, we, we might sort of switch to in the future. Um, you know, we could be this sort of like have an unlimited package on there. But again, I think with everything that's gone on over the last sort of 12 months, um, you know, I've not really sort of chased accountants at all because I know uh, us working within the, the, the UK sort of uh, TWN and, you know, mixing with all, you know, other accountant trainers, they've just actually grow, you know, snowed under with, you know, furlough and different things. And the last thing, um, you know, some accountants want to do at the moment is look at new software because yeah. they're just trying to fight fires uh, with their day-to-day stuff. So I've left them, you know, with, you know and, and it's and actually helped us actually in ways that, we've been able to take much more time and, you know, with our existing client base that have come back to us with feedback, things for us to tweak here and there uh, and get it to, you know, get net track, you know, how it is now, which is, you know, working really well. Um, we have nice. very, you know, very, very few uh, support queries. And I've spent a lot of time with, you know, you know different documentation a video documentation that basically takes people through everything and I'm, and I'm working on another one uh, to make it even simpler so the simpler I can make everything to for someone to get implemented uh, it will you know it just makes my life easier at the end of the day uh, that's the they, value of the owner of a software development company being a bookkeeper or an accountant yes is like just really because I wish more apps got that and, and sort of yes. recognize that and, you know, had said, hey, now's not the time to push sales. Now's the time to just deliver an extraordinary experience and be there for my customers. And I don't think that if you weren't in the industry um, that you might have 
recognize that, hey, I just need to step back and focus on service delivery and the sales will come when these guys have less things to worry about, not worrying about all government subsidy programs and whether you're in the US and their PPP programs or in Canada with our, our all our wage subsidies and different SIBA loans and government programs and whatever you guys have got going on in the UK, give these guys their headspace to think for those clients who are on it, deliver amazing service. And all they're going to do is turn around and just rave about what a great product you have. So I think it's a brilliant, brilliant sort of uh, strategy, even though I don't know if it was like a formal, like this is going to be a strategy to grow my business or if it was just like, I, you know, intuitively know this is the right thing to do. Well, yeah, I guess it's just, it's just the way that we think, you know, there's, you know, when I've had conversations with accountants sort of uh, even when it was in October uh, and I just be, you know, generally up front with them and just say, you know, if it's not really, if it isn't a good time, shall I just get, shall we have a chat in sort of February, March, just let you get, because not only have they got, uh, you know, all of that stuff to deal with, but then I know that, and I, I don't know how your sort of tax year ends work in, uh, in Canada, but now January is going to be a very busy time for most accountants in the UK. They get uh, everyone's personal tax returns done. They have to get them filed the deadlines 31st of January. So there's absolutely no point in me, you know, you know emailing and telephoning any accountants during this month um, yeah. because all I'll do is just piss them off. Well, I should say that really, but I have done. Um, but I, I, don't, I don't want to upset anybody. Yeah. So, I have a question for you, Ash. So your personal yeah. tax season is end of January. Ours is end of April. Yeah. Um, so what period does it cover? Does it cover January to December or like? So our, our, our tax year, our sort of our personal tax year runs from the, uh, the 6th of April to the 5th of April. So for uh, the tax returns, the personal tax returns that need to be filed by the 31st of January, they will be relating up to the tax period that ended 5th of April, 2020. That's so weird to me, like the 5th of April. Why not like the end of April or the beginning it's of April? Thing. I, it's uh, such I a different system. Yeah, I know. I can't. I did actually see this a year or so ago, and it's something to do with the Roman Empire, I think. Um, <laughs> I think it fell in. It, there's some sort of date that fell in with that, uh, and that's why it's and it's just sort of stuck. Um, but yeah, yeah it, it is very strange because even though, um, uh, even though that is sort of what we have on our sort of tax returns, and even on our P8, you know, if you work. Uh, as an employee within PAYE under a PAYE scheme, um, uh, you'll get your sort of annual sort of uh, P60 as we have over here that says this is your pay up to the 5th of April. Most people, their pay is monthly, so their last pay is going to be the 31st of March. Right. Um, and with regards to like financial year ends, most of them, you know, are, are a large majority are to the 31st of March. So even though the tax year on a form says 5th of April, there is sort of a government guidance that it can be sort of like a, a week or so either side of that day. So Ash, I had a, a few questions. I was having some tech issues earlier. We had some people in the, in the audience they had some questions for, for NetTracker. And this comes from Alicia Katz-Pollock. Um, Alicia's going to be our guest next week, I might add. 
She's from uh, Portland, Oregon. She does training and all kinds of good stuff in the QuickBooks space. She's a QBO rock star, self, self-titled. So she has some questions about the tool. Um, first thing she said was fixed asset manager for QBO, so necessary. So I think that's a, a good thing. And she asked, can you import historical depreciation entries? So, so not there won't be separate entries, but there would be, um, so whatever that accumulated depreciation was up to a point in time. Okay. So once you've got it up there to, so you've got your, your previously you know, calculated depreciation up to the last uh, period, that's on the spreadsheet, it's imported, and then it will be calculating your new depreciation based upon what's already there, your, your original costs and your depreciation today. I still think you guys should talk because, uh, yeah, at least should be a good person to know. And it's a uh, shameless plug for next week. She's going to be our guest. I don't yeah. know if you'll log in at 3 a.m. To, to, to see what she has to offer. <laughs> I'm not sure on this. Uh, <laughs> you can I, I watch would, the replay on Saturday. I, I watch yeah. the replay. I would actually be in here uh, working later a lot more, but my wife goes absolutely mad. Uh, if I'm in this office too long, so, wow. you know, just thinks I'm trying to avoid the family, which I'm not. I just, I just uh, can be a bit of a workaholic. I just when when I get a, an idea in my head, I just have to try and get, get it, it done. done. Yeah, I, I know that feeling. But guys, believe it or not, like we're almost we're seven minutes from the hour, and before we wrap, I thought it was I would really like to touch base on this initiative uh, that is like 38 episodes deep or what, I'm not sure the exact count, but this thing that you're working on, Ash, this 60 uh, QBO in 60 minutes, um, that I think is a really interesting thing. Can you tell me more about that and how long you've been doing it for? In, oh, QBO in 60 seconds. Yeah, did 60 I say 60 minutes? minutes? <laughs> that's, that, that's a Hector video. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, that's I just, okay. That's his, that's his style. I mean, his, you know, his videos. Yeah. Yeah. And congratulations to Hector as well, because he's just gone platinum, hasn't he, on YouTube? Or he's got, he's a, got platinum? Uh, got, well, he's got a uh, sort of 100,000 followers. 100, nice. Followers. He got a, a plaque. I saw it on Facebook. So, really cool. Um, so, yeah, I just created a channel just last, uh, just last month. So, um, I tend every day. Uh, Monday to Friday, uh, I create uh, a little QuickBooks tip, um, which is 60 seconds long. Um, and I'll cover loads of different things. I mean, like today, the last one I've just put on, which is my uh, number 30, was, you know, how you can try to find uh, a difference in your accounts since they were last prepared. So we know that we can close the books in QuickBooks Online to stop people from making changes, but sometimes that doesn't happen. So if you run a report, you've looked at your debtors and then you click into the transaction report, uh, you do a very quick customize on your field between your last modified date and your transaction dates. So then you can look between those two fields, basically, when it was last modified, and you can find uh, you know, what might have changed since you last looked at that report. Uh, and and you know, that's all explained in, in 60 seconds on a, 
Okay. I think it literally took you more than sixty seconds to explain the video. That's sixty seconds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because we just we just put a link out. <laughs> it's difficult to explain it without having without yeah, having. Yeah, an image says a thousand words, right? Exactly it, right. Yeah. Well, I made it easy on you. I put uh, put a link to your channel in the in the comments. So if anyone wants to check it out. I think it's a brilliant idea. I may have to rip it off a little bit. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Imitation's um, the greatest form of flattery, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think it's a brilliant idea. It's a great strategy, and I think that um, you know, like highly digestible, as we were talking about earlier. It's it's um, so key. Like, imagine when you have a specific problem. Like, usually, it's like it's one of those things that only takes a minute to explain. But it's so hard to find that within, like, let's say a Hector Garcia video that are great content, but it's an hour long going through the entire process, but you're looking to solve a specific thing. And this relates back to me to a post I saw you post on Facebook and, and Brad warned you, I'm, I'm a Facebook stalker. I'm going to stalk all my guests. Um, you had a, a post that hit home to me because I feel the same way. I'm like, some people, the comments that they're putting into these groups are so basic, like just do a search people, right? Like. Like, are you really posting the most basic of questions into a QuickBooks Facebook group because you're not willing to search Google or search what's it, or, or search even the help or support of QuickBooks Online? Um, and I'm hoping that those videos, those 60 minute videos, people will start searching those and getting those answers that they need instead of posting those generic questions into, into the Facebook groups. Yeah, some, of those, some of those questions drive me mad. Yeah. And and Ash, definitely feel free to to if you got a new video to put out and you want to put it in, get into it. I'm all for that. You, you guys know that in that group, I'm pretty hands off as long as not nothing's too too spammy. Um, well, if, something like if that you, is great. If you guys don't mind, for the last three minutes, I want to share one of Ash's videos. <laughs> <laughs> Just don't break Zoom. Uh, yeah, in the process. I, I actually have to, I gotta remember. Oh, this is the killer rabbit that you were talking about? Or? This is the killer uh, rabbit. This is yeah, this was our intro from tonight. Yeah, uh, my face playing could have been a bit better. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I keep stopping to share. Okay, let's, let me share this people. Well, I have two pet rabbits, so you got my attention. And no, we don't eat them. <laughs> Thank you, Ash, for joining us and staying up late. we didn't lose Ash, did we? No, oh, did he freeze? I'm still here. Okay, good. Where, where are you here, Ash? It's a bass player. There's the bass player back there. Your everyday account. Not your everyday account. Oh. So I 
doing my best not to, uh, to ensure that the counters aren't all ready to We put the link in the comments. So if you want to come hang out with us, um, Ash, we might have to keep you up for a few more minutes. Right. Well, thank you everybody. so much. Happy New Year, everyone. Great to see you. And Alicia, we would look forward to having you on next week. She also plays bass, by the way. Okay. We are uh, we're off live. Sorry about all the technical issues, Ash. I don't know what happened. My my. Uh oh, someone did you let her in? Yeah, hey, yeah. Yes, Ash. Um, next week, Alicia is a bass player as well. Oh, cool. PBO rock star is something that she wears proudly, and she also plays bass. So, I did put the link in there. So hopefully, she yeah, can. I'm Hi, here. Linda. Hi. Hey, Linda. Hi, so, Linda. Ash, I know Hi. it's late for you. Is that, is that the guy from Canada, right? <laughs> Yeah, we're, we're both from Canada. Canada. Yeah. And I'm here with, too, the, Andrew. with the awesome sense of humor. That's the one with the awesome sense of humor. Oh, me? No, I'm the grumpy one. Andrew's the one that's always laughing. <laughs> I, I'm a joker for sure. I like to have fun. And Ash, like I said, sorry about tonight with all the technical issues. I don't know what the hell's going on with my computer. I forgot to plug it in when I, like, because I, my wife makes me shoot in the basement now because she doesn't want me making all the noise upstairs. So I had to come downstairs and plug in my computer and uh, I plugged it in. And as soon as I, I plugged it in, everything went to shit. I don't know what the hell happened. And I still like, I can actually share, I can share my video off my webcam, which is so bad that I didn't even want to play. <laughs> so that's, that's the best I got for you. <laughs> there you go. So we can at least see each other, but I was like, I can't put this blurry mess up on Facebook. <laughs> And my my fancy like uh, 4K camera and all that shit won't run. <laughs> so Linda, you're from LA. Is that am I reading that correctly? Is that what LA stands for? Okay, you're muted. Yeah, sorry. You're from LA. It it almost sounds like I'm delayed. Is that my fault? God, should I make you the host and I'll bounce out? I think you already did make me a host. I'm gonna make you the actual host, and then I'm I'm gonna bounce out and instead of the fake host. That's really nice of you. <laughs> so I'm gonna be the host, and then we're not gonna fall apart here, are we? No, because I'll, you just have to give me back the host when I come back in. I'm gonna do okay. uh, a complete reboot, um, and then I'll be back in. Not that well, mind you, not that I really. Why need... don't these other people that are talking come on? Like who? Well, we put the link in. We're trying to get Alicia's oh, asked for the link. I'm going to try and find Alicia. Okay. Ash, I'll be out. If, <laughs> if, if you're, uh, hopefully you'll be here when I get back in. I'll just be a few minutes, Brad. I know you'll be around. Uh, Linda, uh, hopefully I'll see you in a minute. Back in a minute, guys. Okay. And Ash, you're in England. 
I am here. It's now four minutes past four in the morning. I don't think I'm going to bother going to bed, actually. I might just stay up. We'll just keep you up all night. My wife said, make sure you... Is it about bed. three in the morning? Is it about three in the yeah, morning? No, it's more like four or five. It's four, four. Alicia's trying to get in here, and I sent her the wrong link. Oh, well, if she'd copied and pasted it from the... Well, she tried to, but she couldn't see it after we logged out, I guess. Oh, well, right. Apparently that happened. So we'll try and get her in. Yeah, she's going to be on next week, but she's um, you had the base the base angle. You guys can geek out on base talk. Uh, Brad, um, I better not play it because I'm... Uh, this, this is my base. There you go. You can play us a song, man. <laughs> I know there's not many bass. There's not many bass songs, is there? As, it, as it's four o'clock in the morning, I probably uh, best not. Are you in an apartment building? <laughs> <laughs> I think everything's a flat in the UK, is it not? No, no. We're in. A, I'm in a detached house, but um, my my office is. Uh, I converted my garage. See, do you office. see the lag? Is there a bit of a? There could be. Is there a bit of a lag? It might be the England thing. I don't know. Yeah. It's like a thirty-second lag for me. It seems okay with you know. With, oh, uh, got, with Brad and Alicia. Alicia made it in. I haven't had to bring Andrew back in. Oh, there, there she, she is. is. There she is. Alicia, where's your bass? You guys are going to play a bass um, duet for us. It's way Where downstairs. are you, Alicia? I'm in There's Portland, Oregon. And now it's background. It's fake. <laughs> she's, she's got the best backgrounds. Didn't you say, oh, Alicia, you have somebody that creates backgrounds for you? Your, your EA? Your, my VA. My VA. VA. Um, I have an entire office building of backgrounds. So like, I can go to the break room. I can Here, I'll pull them up. You got a fish tank back there. Is that yeah. real or, or virtual? Fish okay. <laughs> but it's got green plants in it, so it keeps green screening itself. Um, so here's so this is my this is my office. I love it because I can look out the window. Uh, here is my classroom. So this is where I do all my classes out of. And um, do, 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 hang on a second. Uh, here's the boardroom. And where's the break room? Um, this is my home office. Uh, here's the office of my dreams, but I'm digressing. Where's my break room? Uh, here's the, the, the work room. Nice. Yeah, and then there's another boardroom, but this one makes me feel like an airport, cool. so I don't, I don't ever work from there. It looks like you have this massive office, though. Right? <laughs> yeah, it goes on forever. It looks like an airport. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're actually right now looking for a real office. And uh, we've been working out of the house and running the business out of the house for 15 years. And so now we're, we have to hire another employee and we can't have him come over <laughs> so or her come over. So we're going to have to get a real one. We're going to text Andrew and see if we lost him. He's been having more tech issues than I usually do. So how are, how is, uh, how are things, Alicia? I haven't seen you since, well, I guess since um my party. yes and then heather and liz you were uh -huh. at theirs yeah those were fun they they just went so fast and it is, it is hard to get an opera oh andrew's back 
Yeah, well, the parties were fun. My husband's actually yeah. doing um, doing Zoom hosting, Zoom party hosting. So well, that's a, you know, well, the thing is, so many people. I like the way that he sort of said, "Oh, we're going to teach you a few tricks along the way, mm -hmm. and have some fun with it." But um, yeah, they were fun. Um, Andrew, you you back? I am back. Sounds like Linda's having some sound issues, and, and Andrew's going to show off his place now. Yeah. Um, I got to switch back to my. Oh no, I'm on the right camera. I think. Yeah. Woohoo! Sorry go. about that, guys. I don't know what the hell happened. It was a glitch from hell. Let me tell you. And I'm realizing now. I'm gonna here. Have to that camera over here, or. So what did I miss while I was gone? Alicia popped in. Oh, hey, Alicia. Unfortunately, Linda's having some sound issues. She said there's a big lag, like a 30 second lag. Well, I appreciate you staying up late with us, uh, Ash. I, I don't know what it is about the UK, but we're just cursed from a technology standpoint. But thankfully, we always seem to, to make it work one way or another. <laughs> yeah, listen, I, don't, I don't find much of a lag my end, so I'm not sure. And Linda, maybe maybe just log out and then we'll let you back in. Maybe the connection's just okay. Yeah, let me do that. Be your best bet. I'll watch for you. So, Ash, what made you decide to build out your app? I'm kind of curious. Well, well, um, well when I was uh, in practice, you know, um, you know, I always had, you know, I had to do these particular tasks, and then. So I left practice and, you know, started my own bookkeeping company uh, in 2000 and lose track of time, 2008. And, you know, while I was doing that and doing my own, you know, do my thing, yeah, you know, you know, I I didn't have, have that fixed asset register, you know, I had, you know, just using Excel all the time. And then when I became a QuickBooks trainer um, in 2014, and learn all about QBO. I thought, you know, why? I was surprised it wasn't already in there uh, uh, as yeah. a as a default. Um, I, I I I I go to bed actually worrying sometimes. Well, I think it's probably going to be inevitable. I wake up one day uh, and I think all the the year, the last three or three years I spent trying to create this, it will just probably some you know it'll pop up within the product um but you know maybe they'll buy you out have you approached them about buying you especially for something like advanced that would be a great feature that'd be a fabulous ad for advanced huh yes because you know i was saying earlier that mid-market space th this is a huge a huge um, app for that space and that's where they're going with advanced mm -hmm. right they go for those bigger clients that are going to have more fixed asset needs like we are that. actually streaming live on Facebook still. No, we're not. Yeah, you are. It says live are. on yes. Facebook. It, we are. That's, and I was hearing. Oh, both. that might be why. <laughs> yeah, when, when you said you were hearing an echo, that was my, that was my suspicion. Um, yes. And yeah. Now we're back there. I'm back there again. Okay, there. Uh, Andrew, I guess. Oh, do I have to do that? Yeah, or make me the host again. 